0: Every time we start a podcast, Bob's rubbing his hands together. You can feel like you're but on the microphone. Today we are talking about 10 money books that changed my life, and the reason they've changed my life is because Bob read them, <laughs> <And> they <laughs> changed his life. So we're yeah. just going to talk through some of these books. We talked about them actually on a um, We were doing the
1: The 10X r- Investing Live thing? Yes, Invest the TV. 10X yeah. Investing
0: Live. Which we had a lot of people that really loved that route. They really enjoyed it. I think you did a phenomenal job, just bringing a lot of great content. Thank you, um,
1: honey. I so appreciate that.
0: If I don't know if we'll ever offer that again, but if we do,
1: no, we will. It, it went over really well. A lot of people um, really enjoyed it, so we'll do it again at some yeah. point. Yeah,
0: and we even gave away all th- this stack of books. Give or away this all, stack of books close to it
1: to two different people.
0: Yeah. So, anyway, let, let's talk through some of these things. Um, let's see. Oh yeah, some of these people are Christians. But some not all of them the some of the authors Authors. yes yeah. but not so, all of them
1: yeah I'm not a, uh, I'm not someone who only learns from Christians <laughs> like uh, you know and if you do that's fine um, but I I go through these books because like one of the things've I've identified is that I think there are a lot of non-believers who operate with biblical principles mm. with biblical mindsets that God created and they don't even know it and yeah. then they're getting the benefit of that right. And so, uh, so yeah, so that's what I look for, you know. So when I'm reading a book that is written by a non-believer and somebody who maybe I just completely disagree with on a lot of things, I look for the things that I do agree with, the things that line up with the Word mm-hmm. um, that they've discovered that. You know, I and other Christians probably should be tapping into as well, you know?
0: Right, because that's the thing, it's the principle. And I know you've talked about, you've talked to me at least, about Warren Buffett and how yeah. you're like, that dude just tapped into the biblical principle and it works for him. And it doesn't yeah. matter that he's not a Christian, yep. he's tapped into the principle, like and gravity. that's what we need to do. Yeah. Yep. And so it doesn't really matter. I mean, I I, I kind of ha- have the feeling that if God can use a donkey to talk to someone, then he can yeah. use other people.
1: yeah. Yeah, not all that said. Even sad. if they
0: don't, you know. Like, I'd
1: rather, you know, learn from a Christian. I'd rather read a book from sure. a believer. But, and some of these are, but. Uh,
0: but it's the principle that we're looking for. Yeah. It's the godly principle. Yeah. yeah. Right.
1: Exactly.
0: Okay. So, chew the meat and spit out the bones is what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Um, I kind of think that camera might be slow. I'm just pointing that out to you in case we need to do something about it. But okay. um, the other thing that we should note is that. There's a lot more good money books than what we what you have on your list today. But also yes. pretty much the book that we wrote, Simple Money Rich Life, if you don't already know, <laughs> it's just um <laughs> uh, I mean that really is it took everything that you learned from these books and you know, distilled it into
1: Yeah. Kind no of that-
0: a, a one size fits all type of thing, right? Well,
1: yeah, I mean... Uh, like, some
0: of these are more topic Not
1: one-size-fits-all, but just, like, condense them all into one. Okay. One package. That's what everything. I mean.
0: I just meant they're not... Yeah. There's not one topic. It's kind of, like,
1: Yeah. all of it. Yeah. Do you know no, what I'm saying? All-inclusive all type inclusive. thing. All-inclusive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... Oh, yeah. it's
0: so... It's all-inclusive. <laughs> that book. was
1: something that I explained to someone is that basically I took 100 books that I read on money and all these different things and rolled them up into this one book and just right. distilled it down into that and and so yeah that's kind of the shortcut I guess. Yes. If you want um,
0: So if you can, if you don't want to read all these books but yeah. you want the same meat. Yeah. Check
1: out yeah, Simple
0: Money. Yeah, I pulled money out a lot of like. the nuggets
1: out of a lot of these <laughs> that we're going to be talking about today. Yeah. Um
0: but, but some people but have there's the there's plenty time. more.
1: Like, a lot of these are really good books, and there's plenty more yeah. good in them. And, and you some know, people have the time and,
0: and love, yeah, just reading, going through everything. So, yeah, this is great. Okay, the number one that you put on here. You said my top ten in no particular order, but you put the Bible at the top, and that is in particular order, right? I don't
1: know. Maybe we'll push <laughs> that down to number five if I had to rank them. No, like, yeah, the, the Bible you know, and it's like, it's the expected response. Like, of course, you're going to say that. Right? Who's your best friend? Whatever. Jesus. Yeah. Okay.
0: All right. All right.
1: <laughs> but it is true. It is true. Like yeah. the the life-changing paradigm shifts that I've had about money, like the biggest ones by far have come from the Bible. And that's why it has to be on this list. I mean, even though it goes without saying, it's still. Well, sure. But I, I
0: think the other thing to point out here is that most people aren't saying oh i need money advice let me go to the bible to find it
1: yeah yeah i don't think, and I, think I don't think can. enough christians are thinking about that
0: yeah, yeah. but we can which yeah. is exciting Absolutely. so that's yeah. obviously number 1 and and yeah, so forever getting will be.
1: just a little bit more specific with that i would say uh 2 corinthians 8 and 9 those two chapters i mean have really fundamentally i think just changed how we think about money a lot mm-hmm. and the things that we do um 1 Timothy 6 talks a good a bit about money. Proverbs was kind of where I got started. Like, well, it's like, whoa, the Bible talks about money and like some pr- super practical stuff all throughout Proverbs, some in Ecclesiastes. Um, so those would be some places to start.
0: Well, and one of the things I did, I read a book and um, what she, in this book, she laid out this idea of prayer and she said, go to Ephesians, I think it's two, and pray the Ephesians prayer. Yeah. And it starts out, Lord, please enlighten the eyes of my understanding that I may know what is the hope of his calling, the riches of the glory of the inheritance in the saints, and the surpassing greatness of your power towards us who believe. And I did it for a while, and I found that every single time I prayed, enlighten the eyes of my understanding. That is something different. We have two sets of eyes. We have eyes on the outside, and we have eyes inside where you can close your eyes and you can walk through your house and know where things are, you know. Yeah, yeah. But there's also this like these, these spiritual eyes where you can see things in a new way. And when I would read the Bible, it would be, I'd be like, I have read this my entire life and all of a sudden I'm seeing it differently.
1: Yeah, that's cool. So, So what's your point with that? Just that the Bible can do that?
0: that the bible can do it but also if we're asking god if we especially if you're in a specific situation where you're like god i do not have the answer to this have like praying that prayer yeah. enlighten the eyes of my understanding because he is so much greater than anything any resource we can even find on the earth yeah like our creativity only extends to we talked about this yesterday you and i our creativity only extends to what we can actually see But God's creativity is so much far past that. And I do believe he uses natural means. But what I'm all I'm saying is if we pray to him, we have this unlimited creativity and unlimited resource God who can help us in ways that we can't help ourselves and that no other person can.
1: Yeah. So
0: stack of books is great. But what I'm saying is, yeah, it's much better when you do it God's way. Yeah. Okay. Number one book: Rich Dad Poor Dad.
1: Uh, yeah. So again, not in any particular order. But not in any particular order, uh, except this the book Bible. Rich Dad Poor Dad um, by Robert Kiyosaki. This and I, yeah. So again, like what we're calling this are ten books that changed my life. So they had an impact on me. And one of the things you have to realize, and you probably know this if you're a reader, is the timing with which you read a book yeah. affects how it impacts you. You know, so if I read this book now, it would affect me very differently than when I first read it nearly twenty years ago. Um, but at that time, it had a significant, it was the first financial book I ever read, and it just had a, a significant effect on how I think about money. Hmm. And um,
0: do you know, can you recall any specific shifts?
1: Yeah, lots of them. I mean, the the, the I mean, wow. I still talk about this today um, is the concept that he breaks down in here of the difference between an asset and a liability hmm. and an asset being something that puts money in your pocket. Liability being something takes money out of your pocket.
0: I've heard that so one a lot. So every
1: time we spend money on something, I buy a new mouse, I buy a new phone, or uh-huh. whatever, like all these different things, they're all taking money out of my pocket. Mm-hmm. But when I put some money into whatever, a index fund, or I put some money into something that is generating more money for me, that's yeah. putting money into an asset. And so the the takeaway is how can you make sure you don't put 100% of your money into liabilities because right. we have to put some money. We got to buy food. We got to buy you know a lot of these things. <laughs> Roller
0: skates for yeah. your kids.
1: <laughs> yeah, but how can we prevent putting right. all of our money into that? Put more money into assets and things that are going to grow and multiply. And so that simple thing has stuck with me for twenty years and has well, shifted.
0: Yeah, right. and I mean the other thing I I think the takeaway that I've gotten from you vicariously, yeah, <laughs> is that. If we're going to buy something, like you bought our son a Nintendo one year for Christmas, and yeah. I was like, dude, this is a big present. Like, what's, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if we're ready for this big of a present for him. And he said, if he doesn't like it, we can turn around and sell it. And yeah. you do that a lot where you're like, we can turn around and sell this. So, like You buy things thinking, what's the resale value going to be? So don't buy the off-brand yeah. junkie thing. Think about the resale value in the future if that's if that's something that needs to be on your radar, obviously. Yep. So yeah, that's great. See, I told you it changed my life too. Okay, wealth secrets.
1: Yeah. So this, this is Craig Hill's book. The
0: four wealth secrets that ninety-six no, percent don't the know.
1: Five. How about that? Oh, the
0: five. Sorry.
1: Uh yeah. I think so, it's
0: four. I don't know why.
1: Well, because you're wrong.
0: Look at this. Show the show them how.
1: No. Oh, so I just have a lot of highlights. Marked this, in this up. Book. Marked up this
0: one is. This is. Yeah. This was a great book, and we read this together, and I really enjoyed it.
1: Yeah, it was really good. Um, and uh – Craig's a solid believer and it's just really good wisdom kind of poured out in here. yeah, really like the book a lot. um he does he sells it off his website and that's probably the best place to go because if you go on Amazon it's like sixty dollars or something mm. um, but you can get really? it on his website. yeah, you can get it on his website a whole lot cheaper um, honestly so you can probably google that and find that. um we'll try to have links to all these in the description once we're done shooting this.
0: okay, but yeah we we love that one. we did what did we do? Do we do a live podcast on it?
1: Yeah, we did a podcast series about it too. So you can go back in the podcast um probably two oh, or three nice years that. ago. Yeah, that might have been back. in 2020. And we kind of did a book study through it a little bit.
0: Yeah. That was a good one. All right. The next one is Automatic Millionaire by David yeah. Bach.
1: So uh again, like I wanna reiterate, these are books that have changed my life. I wouldn't say that they're necessarily the best. Um yeah. It's just hard to make a list. And there's lots of different ways you could make this list. So these oh. aren't necessarily the best financial books in the world, although uh, they very well might be. Um, but I'm just saying I'm, I'm making this list based off of how they affected me and how they changed me. And so this book uh, was probably the third or fourth financial book I read. And what it did for me is it finally got me to understand why it's so important to automate your financial tasks. You know, we talk about this all the time in mm. our book and in our True Financial Freedom class, Yeah, just this idea that, like...
0: And in the 10X.
1: Yeah. Financially yeah. successful people do not depend on their willpower. And right. that is the lie that I always believed. I always thought they're smarter than me, they have more willpower than me, and that's why they're successful financially. And It is not about that. It's about making yeah. important things automatic. And that's what this book helped me to get and to understand. And... And I had read a whole bunch of books. I had read tons of articles and whatever. And this was the thing that finally got me over the straw of, okay, I'm going to try to automate as many important things in my financial life as possible. It was the f- first book that finally got me to start saving, automating for retirement. Which things is like
0: funny that. because I'm kind of like thinking back. I don't know when you read this. Was this before we were married, after we were married?
1: But Probably right after we got married. Bob is the
0: king of automating. Like, we have a garden, and I remember the first garden we set up, you're like, I'm not going to remember to water this, so I'm going to set up a thing to water it every day. And, I I mean, it it just is fascinating to me. And that's just one example of a lot where you're like, I don't want to do this every time.
1: Yeah. How dare you? How dare me?
0: (laughs) Um, But how you're just like, I do not want to have to remember to do this all the time. So you are – You're just making it automatic, making it so that you don't have to think about it. Why not, right? Which is great. It's kind of like setting up your dentist appointment while you're at the dentist. When they're like, do you want to set up your next one? And in my head, I'm always like, I don't know what I'm going to be doing six months from now. I can't possibly set up. But it's so much easier to make the appointment and then cancel it.
1: Yeah.
0: If I have to. Yeah.
1: Completely. So, yeah. So, this is one of those books where it's like, I gave you what you need out of the book. And it's like, and there's plenty more to worth reading but so you
0: still recommend it
1: yeah so i yeah for people who haven't gotten that down like that's the nugget i gave you the nugget that's the (laughs) life-changing thing and the book is going to spend the rest of the time trying to convince you that as well and so if you need more convincing of that the book will help you do that
0: okay yeah that's great okay the next one is one up on wall street Is that what we're doing that's what the next one one is on the list that's not not on here here.
1: (gasps) Uh, yeah, so some of these books I don't have any longer, and this is so, one of them.
0: This is by Peter Lynch. Yeah, what, did, this, what did you learn from this book?
1: Yeah, as an, this is an investing book. And uh, I read a lot of investing books, again, going back 15 years ago, and a lot of super complicated things. And Peter simplified stock picking in a way that I hadn't seen anyone do. And on top of that, like I had tried so many complicated approaches to. Picking stocks, researching stocks, and I mean, I was going into like all this analysis of the executive board and like just oh my like gosh. getting super deep into understanding the company and who's managing it and all this stuff and yeah. trying to make stock picks off of that, and, and as well as other really complicated things. And uh, and none of them really worked very well. <laughs> like that whole approach, like just took a whole lot of time, a whole lot of energy. And never really panned out too much. And then I began, I read this book and started following some of Peter's strategies. And those have been the things that have yielded the 20x returns and Hmm. more. Um, And so, you know, we go into a lot of this in our 10x investing course as well, or a plus course um, of that. But uh, but anyway, Peter was the first one who got me to understand that this doesn't have to be as difficult as a lot of people make it out to be.
0: That's so comforting
1: <laughs> yeah now now and i don't want to like oversimplify right. this because at sure. the end of the day it's you know when you're investing in a stock you're buying into that business you're becoming a part owner of that business and mm-hmm. business is complicated and there's so many factors of what causes a business to succeed and fail and all this stuff but but in general his point his argument in that book is that you and i have advantages over wall street hot shots when picking certain stocks, yeah, and by you know, and by picking things that we know and that we understand, investing mm-hmm. in things that we know and we understand, and so that was just a powerful thing that stuck with me all these years. And um, honestly, if I if I had to trace it back to um, ROI in terms of you know money invested in a book and the return that we got out of that, there might not have been any book that's been better than that for us. Wow. Like if we think about total money that we've made from investments since that book, like wow, it's a one
0: up on Wall Street.
1: Yeah. So and it's probably twenty five, maybe thirty year old book at this point. Um, My but goodness, I think so. You I think, think the, a lot of the wisdom the still, still, yeah, the they principles apply. still apply.
0: Okay, dang. All right, and that one was one up on Wall Street. Yeah. The next one is the Treasure Treasure Principle or right. Randy
1: Alcorn, short little nugget. I think and, I might
0: have read this one too.
1: Yeah, I mean, you can read them probably less than an hour. Yeah. Uh, and what I, I just liked about this short is... a little nugget. <laughs> short little nugget. <laughs> looks like a little treasure.
0: Looks yeah. like a little treasure.
1: That was a little padlock on there. But Yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah, this book, I feel like he just did a good job of helping me to think eternally. Mm-hmm. I think that's what it comes down to. It's real simple, but we're all so busy. We're all so focused on what's going on in our life and what's going on with our world and our bank account right now that I think we fail to... Failed to remember that we're eternal beings. Yeah. And that our time on earth is just a short sliver of our eternal existence. Mm-hmm. And when you bring that back into your awareness that we're going to be, you know, as eternal beings, we have a lot of time. Yeah. Uh, it just helps you reframe how you make your financial decisions and how you give and all that stuff. And does this book help with that?
0: Yeah. That's awesome. Okay, the next one is the psychology of money. Yeah, Do you have this
1: that one? Uh, is a fairly recent one. I just read this probably within the last year or two. And it's just a really good book. Um, he, yeah, Morgan Housel wrote it. It's it's blown up like crazy. Morgan is a boy. Yeah,
0: he's a, I mean, a man. He's a
1: boy. <laughs> he's a grown boy. He's a little bigger. He's <laughs> a grown boy. Uh, anyway, this book has gotten really really popular. I mean, it's been super bestseller for the last couple years, but. Uh, I would say it's mindset and like how you think about money how you think about investing um, hmm. that type of stuff and he's just got a lot of unique ways of thinking about things in there and it's just a really good book I enjoyed
0: nice okay next one is the millionaire next door
1: uh, yeah so I don't have a copy of this one anymore either uh,
0: this one I mean I remember this was one of the early ones right
1: yeah this book's been a long out it's of been long, a. it's long.
0: been out a while
1: mm-hmm Yeah, and and I think the biggest takeaway for me from this book, because I read this early on as well, is just this idea because like we all, you know, most of us in the middle class grow up believing things about rich and wealthy people that just aren't true. Mm. And one of them that I believed is that everybody who was rich spent money like they were in a rep video. And where it's like, <laughs> I'm wearing gold chains, I'm throwing money out like it's nothing, I just don't care. And so I'm buying everything I want, all the most expensive cars and watches and whatever. <laughs> and that's what a millionaire is. That's what someone wealthy, that's what they do. Right. And the reality is like so far different from that. Right. And that's what this book proved. He did a massive study like identifying of how millionaires actually spend their money mm. and what they actually do with their money. And it's very, very different than most people think. Uh, they drive older cars. They don't. They just don't spend money on a lot of things. Really, coming back to Kiyosaki, they spend more money on assets and less money on liabilities. Right. And that means they would put more money into a house because that's something's going to increase in value, but not as much money into cars because that's going to decrease. Right. So this book just helped me paradigm shift and see, oh, wow, okay, so that's how wealthy people actually behave. It's not mm-hmm. what I see on TV or in the movies or whatever else, on yeah. Instagram, you know. Yeah, it's
0: interesting. Yep. Yeah. Okay. The next one is die with zero.
1: Yeah. Uh, so read this book recently, too. Not too long ago, probably within the last year. And, you know, this is kind of a coming of age book, I guess, like me turning 40. I began just thinking about some things differently. And for me, fundamentally, what it meant is, you know, in our early 20s, we were financial messes. But we began getting things in order and started doing some things right with money, mm-hmm. started thinking about saving for the future and saving for retirement all these different things and built the systems in place to do that and and then just kind of let that run. And that's what we've been doing the last 15 years. Um, and as a result, uh, anyway, so I guess what I'm getting at is at this point in our lives, like we've got all that down. And so we've optimized really well for saving for the future and for all of that stuff. And we're reaching this point now in our mid-40s or early 40s, I guess, where it's like, all right, what I don't want to do is be really, really good at saving tons of money up for the future and get to be 70 years old and have all this money and wish that we would have taken a couple more vacations at this point or yeah. gone and out to lunch with our kid that time instead of right. whatever. So the point in this essentially is – Being strategic about um, balancing saving for the future and spending now in these moments Mm -hmm. that you have. So we have moments with our kids now that we are not – we're not going to be able to do certain things with our kids 20 years from now that we can do with them now. Right. So how can we take advantage of those – of right now where we are? Uh, And so really it's about living in the moment, um, spending in the moment while keeping an eye to the future and and finding that balance. And that's what this book kind of helped me kind of reframe. So there's a lot of people who don't need this book. (laughs) Who need the? All right, you can't spend everything now. You have to learn how to save something for the future. This book is me. not for you. This is, is kind of me. the opposite, but
0: yeah. But uh, you, I mean, but this I, was helpful for me. I I noticed. So we had a we've had a jeep the last what six years I guess we got it when Valerie yeah. was a baby, and it was a four seater vehicle. And so when Oliver was born, our youngest. It was like we can no longer as a family go on a Jeep ride. And I watched you read this book and say, no, they will only be little once. This is our family time with them, and this is too important, and we do. We all really enjoy going on a Jeep ride together. And you were like, that's it. And so you sold the other Jeep, and you got a new one that we could all fit in. And, I mean, it was like – it was a fast turnaround. I mean, it really impacted you because you were like – I basically am saying my money is more important than having memories with my family.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and and again, like this is really important to know yourself and where you are on this journey because mm-hmm. there are people who again who are in this overspending mindset who need to lean the other direction and who will use this as fuel to to overspend. And yeah. that's not the point of it, you know. But for someone like me who has who is a solid saver and has done a good job at that, needs to lean back the other direction just a little bit this was helpful for me to kind of see that
0: well yeah but this might be impactful for someone who is either a that person listening or be married to that person because you're probably (laughs) one of them right (laughs) so it might yeah yeah, it might be uh something to pass along and be like would you please read this book because i'd love a little perspective so that we can get on the same page you know whatever okay uh master your money
1: Oh, yeah, so this was uh, Tony Robbins. No, no,
0: no, not that no, one.
1: No. Master oh, Ron, Ron, Your Money, Ron sorry. Blue. they all got money in the name. Anyway. I know. All right, so this is Ron Blue. This He's a um, Christian financial advisor expert. He's been around a long, long time. This book's probably 25, 30 years old. Oh, wow. Uh, and You
0: got this one all marked up, too.
1: Yeah, just a lot of good stuff. And I would say uh, just a general... Um, good christian financial book
0: mm-hmm.
1: like um touches on a lot of different topics um yeah that's kind of where i would leave it where i would put it
0: and it's all in a biblical perspective
1: yep. yes absolutely awesome yeah
0: okay uh all right money Master the Game. That's where we by are. Tony we right, so This one
1: is written by Tony Robbins. I don't have the dust jacket. I tear off dust jackets because I got it all. One of the things I hate is reading a hardcover book with a dust jacket on. Like I just hate, it, it is just really feels so like awkward. everything's going everywhere. I do
0: I honestly don't know why they do that.
1: And I'm like, I just don't. Like I, it's really for it dust. Feels, is it that feels. That what we,
0: <laughs> I mean, is that where we're at in life? I don't know, it feels Let's like it's from dust another era. I keep the dust off these books. I
1: think. But so anyway, I always throw those away. But this is the book, Money Master the Game super big book I actually felt like it was a pretty easy read though like I don't remember feeling like it was laborious even though it's huge it's like probably close to 600 something pages wow 650 pages probably Uh, but I don't really feel like it was difficult it wasn't Um,
0: difficult to read no
1: I mean and Tony like I you know I've been a fan of Tony for a long time and um, you know I haven't gone to any of his events or anything but read a couple of his other books does he
0: cuss a lot in this book
1: uh, he does love cussing (laughs) Tony loves cussing And he, it's really interesting. I remember hearing him talk about it. He doesn't cuss like just...
0: It's like hard to listen to because you're like, oh, my gosh. Well, I think
1: he's shifted. But anyway. I hope so. I don't remember it being in this book. But but anyway, he cussed. I heard him talk about why he cusses. He said it's a pattern interrupt. He said, like, I don't necessarily like cussing for the sake of cussing. I don't agree. But he (laughs) said it gets people to like, turn their heads, and he gets their attention by it or something. Anyway, whatever.
0: Not if it's every other word coming Listen, out of your mouth, Tony. I, I I'm okay? not saying,
1: again, like, there's plenty about Tony Robbins I don't agree with, but <laughs> this was his first money book that he wrote, and what I like about it is he used his leverage, his name, his influence, to get in the room with some of the smartest and wealthiest people and to um, basically hold them to the sharing what they actually do with their money instead of what they talk about doing. But what what do you actually do, Mr. Billionaire? Now I have you right here. Mm. And that's what I liked about it is he was able to get access to people that no one else could get access right. to because of his name. And then he pulled their wisdom, distilled that into this book. And so there's wow. a lot of good strategies in here. Um that yeah. A lot of good nuggets in that's here That's a good one as well. Huh? Yeah, I enjoyed it. it.
0: Look, that I mean, that's the end of the list that you sent out, I guess, as an email.
1: Yeah, I got a couple more but we can throw in there real quick if you want. honorable yeah, mentions. Two more bonuses or whatever. So I Will Teach You to Be Rich by Ramit Sethi. Uh, Which this
0: name, I always just laugh at this name.
1: <laughs> Ramit is one of those guys, his man.
0: personality matches the title of this book. Yeah. So, I Will Teach You to Be Rich, all right? Just shut up just, and listen to me.
1: He's just a really <laughs> strong and direct guy. Um, and we... Uh, yeah, we go back a long, long ways. We both kind of started financial blogs around the same time. And um, and anyway, he's, yeah, he. I really like him. He's got a hacker mindset a little bit and how he thinks about things, some counter uh, approaches to how a lot of people think about money and handle money. Well, and and I he's, like that about him. he's
0: got that show on Netflix. He
1: just got a show on Netflix, which is good mm. for him, blowing things up there. Yeah. Uh, and go. then the other one I would add to the list is Atomic Habits mm-hmm. by James Clear. Which this
0: isn't really a money book, is it?
1: It's not, but not specifically. But a lot of this applies to our money and our finances. And um, you know, like this has been the, this was the um, uh, number one best-selling book in the world last year, I believe
0: it was. Wow. Yeah. James.
1: Yeah. And so. Way to go, man. You know, James and I are not like super close by any means, but we. Um, we
0: <laughs> hold on. You're gonna laugh at me, but there is a storm coming, and I think I might need to go grab some stuff from outside really fast. All
1: right, great. <laughs>
0: Keep going. You got this, you got
1: this. Okay, hun. Anyway, uh so James and I went to some different events together, and um anyway, all that to say we know each other a little bit, but he told me that. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't believe it. So uh one of the best-selling, the best-selling book in the world last year, which is crazy to think about but anyway so that is the list for today um i don't know if linda has any other comments to add we'll see um but i want to say hi to everybody who came on live i see karen and judy and nicole greetings all of you for commenting i don't know if anybody else is here who hasn't commented but that's why you get a comment if you want me to give you a shout out but i appreciate you guys all coming and hanging out um and uh let's see what else i think that's all we got for today but uh if you want to go grab any of those books, they all should be on Amazon and sorry, my screen just disappeared now and they should be on Amazon. You should be able to get them from there. And, um, Nope. She's not back, but we're having a storm and it looks like we're still going. We made it, but anyway. All right. Well, I'm going to let this go and, uh, we'll see you guys next week, Thursday at 1 PM central. Um, come hang out with us on YouTube, um, as we record live any final thoughts or words you want to share yeah, before is. we wrap this up?
0: Woo! It is like,
1: Wait,
0: <laughs> yeah, there's 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 storms a ruin, you know? Yeah. Um, I don't think I have any final thoughts. Any final
1: thoughts? Okay, great. No,
0: but I am glad you read all these books. Yeah. Thanks for changing my life with yeah. <laughs> them. You're
1: welcome. Yeah, so in the comments, uh, let us know, uh, yeah, what books you would put on this list. I'd love to just kind of keep a running... List of what what are some of those books that have changed your life? Yes, uh, that'd be super, you know, valuable and helpful as well. Um, hey, oh. Vicky. Hey, Lady Eileen. The
0: author of "I Will Teach You to Be Rich" is Ramit. How do you say his last name? Seti.
1: Sethi. S e t h i. I believe his
0: first name looks like Ramit.
1: <laughs> yes, it's not pronounced. It's Ramit. not Ramit. It's Ramit. <laughs> I am aware of that. Yeah, we'll put links into these in the description um, when we get off here, so you can check them out there <laughs> over on YouTube. We will have them in there. Uh huh. All right. All right. Have a great day. Adios. Thanks for joining us on the Seed Time Money Podcast. And remember, money isn't the goal, but it's simply a tool to help you fulfill your purpose and your calling. And we'd love to help you achieve true financial freedom faster with our email newsletter. So if you want exclusive money tips and hope-filled encouragement in your inbox, head over to SeedTime.com to get signed up.